What's up, my little pog champs? I hope everybody's feeling very Daijo Boo and Sugoi today. This is the Super Despair Show, the number three top rated podcast in the state of Ohio, hosted by your favorite pathetic anime girl and funny music man. Uh, today's episode once again takes us on a little journey across the sea to the far east. Uh, and then back again because they've sold it back to us. Uh, just like last time, we're talking about a little gift from our friends over in Japan. Uh, we're talking about a little, a little niche internet thing that's become very, very not niche in the past couple years. Uh, Dave, what's your favorite VTuber? Um, I, I, I couldn't tell you. I don't really watch them. Um, they are very sugoi though. I don't, I don't know if I have a favorite one either. If I had to pick one, it would probably be Gura, just because she's one of the only ones I know, and I like her little, her little like shark hoodie gimmick. I think that's, I think it's cute. Okay, actually, I, I actually, know. I will walk that back. I, I, I do think, um, Code Miku, Code, Code Miko, Code Miko. Her, her, um, her, the, the effort is incredible. She has a whole body rig and and all of the shit going on um the content like i i you know i don't i, I could take it or leave it but um the, the the tech is great she's she's doing cool things out there yeah some of those big agencies have like a massive budget to really put a lot into the production which i don't know uh if you ask me like as someone who watched a lot of like let's play videos when i was younger i was like why do you need a ton of money just to record somebody playing video games but i don't know i guess that's just the world we live in now there there is a lot that goes into these things behind the scenes so um yeah i mean i i, I guess it depends on a lot of a lot of things and the medium in general but um yeah vtubing i mean it, it could be as um it could be as high effort or as low effort as you want it to be. Um, and th there's there's definitely um, benefits to being high effort, which usually means high budget as well. Yeah, for sure. I... I'll, I would be lying if I said that, like, I watch VTuber content regularly. Sometimes, like, once in a blue moon, I'll get recommended, like, a short little clip, and I might watch that, but I've never been, like, I'm not really big into live streams in general. I find it hard to just sit there and watch somebody live for a couple hours, but, um, my, my most recent exposure to VTubers was uh gura herself she was there was this video where she was playing luigi's the new luigi's mansion game and there was this like room full of sand and she realized that she could vacuum the sand and then she just oh you the sent me 20 that. minutes yeah. yeah yes yes i did she just like she just did not say a single word for like 20 fucking minutes and you know what i i gotta respect the grift i i can't hate <laughs> on anybody who's made a living off of doing something that low effort i, I thought it was just kind of funny i i i have seen in like i i um full disclosure guys i'm really sorry to to say this i i have and probably will do in the future live streaming on twitch um and i've definitely sat there in like a haze for for way too long just like being locked into whatever i was doing um the, the difference is I, I, I had a, you know, a handful of viewers, but not a, I, I wasn't, um, you know, like top 1% of Twitch. 
Well, maybe that's the that's the real benefit of having like a cute little anime girl avatar because even when you have like dead air and you're completely silent, people can just stare at like the the vacant eyed cute little creature in the corner and be like, "Haha, this is this is funny. I'm really I'm really getting my money's worth of the time here." I mean, there's definitely a uh, a goon crew that that is into that. Um, so you're feeding into different fetishes at different times, you know, like, like you, you gotta, you gotta spread your, you gotta spread your content all over the place. Well, I'll say the only goon crew I care about is our own fan base. And, you know, speaking of which I've, I've had this thought before, um, you know, we, we, unlike other podcasts, well, I guess some other podcasts do it, but I think we do it in the most interesting way. We have a little, we like to do a little episode art, a little illustration for each, uh, episode of the show we put out and I, I've wondered like okay I'm depicting both of us in in these illustrations does that mean that we are like the podcasters or does that does that not count so I uh, th- there are different levels of vtubing and um, some of them the most low effort ones which I don't even know if you could call this vtubing um, I've definitely seen some twitch streams that are just like you know cam off audio on doing something and they just like jam like a a, like just a picture of their avatar in the corner and that i never really understood it's like well you know like you have your you have your pfp and you have your avatar and whatever and that could be part of your your brand or whatever but like it's it's not even moving it's just jammed in the corner i mean i guess uh, like yeah so in a sense um from some people's standards yeah we we're we're v podcasters or whatever you want to call it we're the world's only v podcasters actually (laughs) yeah we can uh we can upgrade we can upgrade later and have them like just squirm around awkwardly i guess that's a png tuber i guess they call that yeah, maybe. I mean, if I was to speculate on why people do that, obviously, like, it's a good branding thing. Like, if you're if you're doing content where you just play video games uh, for an audience of people, maybe someone will, like, take a clip of your channel or something, and it's good to have, like, a little... It's not quite a watermark, but it's good to have something in the corner that says, like, hey... I made this. It's not just generic footage of somebody playing Call of Duty. That is or that is true. That is a good point. Um, I I can totally understand that. I have seen ones though where it's like taking up like a quarter of the screen, and it's like, dude, it, this doesn't even move. Like you you just that's that's a little too big. It, it's too that's big. Too it's big. too big. I I want to see I want to see the health meter in the corner, and your avatar is blocking it. So um, you know maybe move that. There should be a there should be like a task force in charge of like handing out infractions for people with bad stream layouts. <laughs> oh my god, the, <laughs> you would have to have so much funding for that because, um, like I, I'm, I I don't know. Uh, I I I I also think it's kind of silly for somebody who's just starting streaming to like really go out on the OBS layout, but um, at the same time I've. <laughs> I've seen some absolute dog shit on there and it's just like, dude, you would be so much better with like none of that. Just none of it. For sure. I mean putting putting aside all the the content brain, the the marketing, the advertising, the branding, all that stuff. I, I hate that shit. I don't like to think about it. But if I was Follow, to speculate, like and I think, subscribe, by the way. Yeah, leave a comment if you hate that stuff too. <laughs> yeah, share it with your grandma. 
exactly. Um, if I was to speculate, I think people definitely like we've made jokes before about how every podcast is basically like a friendship simulator, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know? Yeah. So I think maybe having just like a face you can stare at in the corner, even if it's like a completely inanimate, like poorly drawn MS Paint face. I think I think something about that really speaks to people. I feel like there's something in our are like primitive monkey brain that like sees uh, an approximation of a face and we're like, oh, it's like I'm really in the room with them right now with my best friend playing video games. No, 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 that, that is, that's, that's totally true. And I've definitely seen some streamers before that are, you know, mostly, if not always cam off. And um, they will like some of them just like it's kind of a meme. It's kind of funny. Like they they just have some like stupid icon in the corner, and it might like move around or do some stuff. But um, I think that's I think that's cooler than just like you can kind of tell when it's somebody just like here's my here's my avatar. Just you know, I I set it up in the corner just to just to be silly and somebody who's like yeah i really want to be like a high budget vtuber but i have no money so here's like some stupid bullshit instead definitely definitely um but i i think we're still kind of going in circles a little bit we haven't exactly worked out like what is a vtuber specifically because there's like kind of a history to it and i think it's really popped off in like the last couple of years especially so I, I I am uh, not really up on the VTuber lore, um, as far as I know. Um, it's it's an avatar, usually anime related, um, and it's it represents whoever's streaming or broadcasting, and um, to varying degrees, it will move and speak and you know be animated as if the the person broadcasting who is, by the way. Guys, I don't want to, you know, blow this up for you. I don't want to ruin your good time here, but it's it's there's an actual human being behind that. It's not actually an anime character. But uh <laughs> but it's, you know, it's well, it's an avatar, right? That like the Yeah, yeah. you heard it here first, folks. Uh, VTubers are people confirmed. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Although if we think about, you know, I'll, okay, so to my knowledge, I'm not super well read on the history of YouTubers or whatever. I I know that the first one was was this lady. Her 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 channel is called Kizuna Eye. You might have seen her. She's like an anime girl with like brown hair, but I think there's like a bit of pink to it. Um, if you've ever seen the like the popular smug emoji, probably on Discord or Twitch or something, I'm pretty sure that's her. I'm looking it up right now. Um... Kizuna Eye. Uh, yeah, very. K-I-Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, looks like a pretty generic anime girl. Looks looks pretty young, guys. Uh, yeah, you know, I was I was browsing this like uh, wiki of VTubers before we started, just to like do a bit of quick reading. And you know, the the age section for most of them is just left blank, like inconspicuously <laughs> blank. And I'm like, okay, nine thousand. Nine thousand. She's a she's a <laughs> she's a demon you, girl. You joke. You joke, but I have I have the the wiki page or the the VTuber wiki page for Gura open, and it says her age is between nine thousand and ten thousand years old, oh, and she stopped counting five thousand years cool, it's ago. It's fine. It's fine. Gooners, <laughs> a, a, a sigh of relief just came upon the whole goon squad. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> right, never mind. Never mind. False alarm, guys. False alarm. 
but yeah so so it seems like kazuna was like the first one she made it like really popular and i guess it I don't know. I don't have an exact year for that. But then we had all these like really, really big companies that uh, uh, these talent agencies, which were kind of modeled off of the the idol culture in like Japan and Korea and stuff. And they, they tried to like make it a thing. And I guess they succeeded because it's a very big thing. You've got these companies like like Hollow Live and Niji Sanji and V Shoujo. And I'd be lying if I said I, I knew any more. But <laughs> yeah, th- there's... Contrary to what we just said about VTubers being uh, real real people earlier, uh, these companies that fund them would like you to like not think about that because there's this whole culture that 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 we see like it stemmed out of the the idol culture in Japan where it's like no this person must stay completely anonymous we have to like very ca- carefully uh, cultivate their image to their fans. It's, it's very weird to me as an outsider. Yeah, for sure. Well, that, that's, that's an interesting point that it's, it's a microcosm of idol culture in Japan and Korea with, um, and probably China too. I don't really know a lot about China. Uh, Anybody. Yeah. uh, yeah. uh, I, I know that hollow live, uh, it started in Japan, I'm pretty sure. And they've branched out to like Indonesia and China and like overseas, like with some of their English V2. Yeah. 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 And, and, uh, what, what I do know for sure is the idol culture in, um, in Korea is, is I, I think if, I'm not mistaken, and I may be, or this might not still be true, but it it was definitely true before. Um, It was a bigger market in like Southeast Asia and the surrounding 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 Asian countries than it was in Korea itself. So there's a lot of exporting going on, but like, yeah, as as far as um, not talent agencies, what's the what's the word for it? Uh, I think they are literally called talent agencies oh, okay. for the well, for the well, like yeah, whatever, whatever they're called. Um, there, there is a very dark history which we can um, we can possibly get into in a in a different in a different episode. But um, yeah, yeah, we we, we definitely want to give the the topic of uh, idol culture and, and J-pop and K-pop and all that stuff it, its own spotlight time. This is this is kind of uh, related to it. Because uh, it seems like VTubers, at least the big corporate-sponsored ones, they do follow that same business model. And there are some similarities in how their their talent is treated. But yeah, we'll, we'll focus on the, the the virtual anime girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but like um, the 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 common thread you can have between those two is they completely dehumanize actual people and turn them into commodities to to sell sell shit. That's really basically all it is. Yeah, that's kind of the fucked up thing about working for these uh, big like corporate VTuber uh, studios. It's you, you definitely get like a bit of a benefit because like they will give you a shit ton of funding. They will cover all of the technology. They will they will put some marketing into it. So you will just like immediately blow up and have a, a big audience yeah, of yeah. people ready to tune in. And like I for somebody who wants to make a living as a streamer, I can I can definitely see the appeal of that. Like there's some level of stability in a job that's otherwise like completely like off the fucking rails not secure at yeah all. for sure and i i definitely see the appeal in in that 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 sounds really nice but the problem is um it, well the problem is twofold number one um if you are unsuccessful for whatever reason and it could be no fault of your own um they you will get drop your ass like a fucking brick 
Uh, and, and then on the other hand, if you are successful, they will do everything in their power to keep you successful, which means no boyfriend, no girlfriend, no life. Um, you just do whatever the fuck you're told for, for as long as they, they have your contract and they own you. And um, I, I'm, I'm just going to speculate here. The contracts probably aren't really uh, favoring the artists here or the, uh, the personalities. They're probably favoring the corporation. I, I'm just going out on a limb here. Uh, I have no confirmation for that. Actually, I kind of do. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's well, you're no telling, shot. You're telling yeah. me that. You're telling me that VTuber idols aren't unionized? <laughs> that's that's the point of this episode is unionize all VTuber models. Now, let's go. That that would be pretty based, not that would lie. actually be fucking <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I would I would I would definitely soften up most of my opinions on VTubers if they were to do that. Uh critical support for the VTubers. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, uh that is that does bring us to an interesting contrast between like the uh the typical idol industry and vtubers right because like you said there's the whole thing about you can't have a boyfriend you can't have a life you can't be caught like smoking or drinking or like cursing or like doing anything that that affects the brand like that and with like a regular like say a j-pop star or something like that's pretty that's pretty stifling because when they get up on that stage you are seeing a real person yeah, and yeah, they yeah. are probably using their real voice and whatever and for a moment like you know you you can see that person whereas with vtubers there's like there's this level of anonymity right which can be nice because like i imagine they can turn off the camera and once they're done recording for the day you know they can fuck off into theoretically whatever they want yeah yeah but the the consequence of that is like if you work for one of these big vtuber agencies they like they completely own you in a way that they that they don't if like people have seen you as a real person right because like i have no idea who the fuck uh gura is or like corona or like kizuna I. I don't know what they look like in real life i don't know their their real names like they they're just they're just anime girls on the screen to me so like wh- if the company decides like okay we're done with you have a nice life uh, you know, you're you're gone. Like you can't take your experience from that career and like build something. Sure, else off sure, of it. sure. And, and they could probably keep that character going with uh, like you know, a good uh, a good substitute that has a similar voice to you. Uh, just c- kind of like how uh, the music industry um killed Avril Lavigne and uh, made a ma- made like a substitute Avril Lavigne. Yeah, we we miss you, Avril. <laughs> Um, I was the the example I thought where you were gonna go with this was uh, where they recently replaced uh, Justin Roiland on on Rick and Morty <laughs> with somebody who sounds just as good if not better. I've heard so many people say, "Oh, hey, the show is actually watchable now," <laughs> which is really funny to me. Th- that that is funny. It's, so they got they got the same talent, they got the same voice, and um, that person's probably not DMing thirteen year olds. Yeah, I mean, in, in the case of Rick and Morty, the thing is, like, Justin Roiland's voice was so, like, memorable. It was like it was like a Borat thing where, like, everybody across the country can say, like, my Yeah, life. yeah, yeah, exactly. Very nice. Exactly. You know, everybody everybody has, like, a Rick and Morty So people had several and, like, seasons worth of practice to replace him once he started wiling out in Discord that, that's, DMs. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he was, like... I won't say he's a victim of his own success because he, he's a victim of the law from like doing fucked up <laughs> yeah, shit with, uh, yeah, with yeah, little kids. Fair. But uh, 
you know, it it definitely came back to bite him in the ass that his voice was so popular that yeah, he was easily replaced. Which uh, you know, I wonder if I wonder like I haven't looked into any like controversies regarding VTubers. Do you think that's happened at some point? Like they just replaced one with a different person instead of like retiring them. I mean, it's and yeah, like, it's it's it must have. But like, do we know about it? Like, are do also do like VTuber stands even care, or is it just like my uh? My anime princess is still here being kawaii, so, you know, I don't give a shit whose fucking voice it was. Yeah, it's hard to say, because, like, I have seen a few clips of VTubers, and even though they are, like, um, like an anonymous anime girl, they do talk about their life off-screen to, like, a limited degree, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. So, that would, so I imagine long-time viewers would be, like, oh, oh, something seems different. Oh, you didn't mention that before. I I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Interesting. I I mean, um, we need we need more VTuber um, you know, specialists on to uh, tell us tell us the facts on that one. Yeah, that or our fan base could fund uh, what is it, like a couple hundred dollars to get our own VTuber vague. I think that would be fun. I think it's more I than that. that. I think it's more than that. Like. I've seen I've seen some like indie creators uh, sell like rigs and stuff for like a couple hundred bucks, but I know the more expensive ones go to like somewhere in like the the four digit range. You know okay, what I mean? interesting. I yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's just how much how much you're doing with it. Yeah, there's also a difference between like if you're doing like a full body rig thing where it's totally three D versus like a lot of them are like. I think they call them live 2D or like 2.5D yeah, or something yeah. like that, where it's like it's a JPEG, but it bounces up and down, and it's got like the big titties and whatever, right, and it's very, right. it's very animated. Like there's a bunch of layers to it. Yeah, yeah, and that's why. I, so I brought up Code Miko before, and it was like, but like I, I think I, and I don't think she is part of any. I, I think she's independent. I don't know for sure. Um, and she's definitely been interviewed like in person before. Uh, but she has a whole full body like mocap rig and i think she she like programs the uh i think it's unreal engine or or something like that like the, the whole thing herself so it's it was probably a passion project that eventually blew up and she had the the finances the the capital to like really make it a whole thing and that's cool um in you know a lot of people don't have the technical knowledge or the access to that type of stuff but like i have uh i have no hate for people like that but again like for me that's more um love of the tech than love of the content and i've seen a few of her you know just streams or clips or whatever and it's like it's fairly entertaining um (laughs) but at the same time just like you said um despite having been a streamer for several years uh i don't i don't really watch a lot of streams to be honest yeah, you know, uh, even even now since we started recording our own podcast, I find myself listening to other podcasts less because, like, I kind of want to keep it fresh. I don't want to be influenced too much by like consuming a lot of the same kind of content that I create. If that makes sense, no, it it, it totally does. And the the weird thing is, um, as I became more um, entrenched in like being a musician when I was, you know, when I was like making a lot of music and I, I still kind of do, but, um, it, I was, you know, in some bands and playing out and stuff. I found myself listening to other music less like on my own accord because like it, it kind of, it, it 
it wasn't about staying fresh or maybe it was in my mind, but really it was just like more like it, it, it kind of became like less of an enjoyment thing that I did on my own and more of like a, okay, we have to analyze music now. Okay. Or, or let's, let's do this. And I've seen this with like other people. Like I, I went to a, um, uh, a college with like a very big film program and I knew like a lot of people like couldn't l- watch movies for fun anymore they were just anytime they watch a movie they were just like oh that shot was like re- you know that was a really good that was a really good shot you know what, what do you think how do you think they did that did they have like a you know like a, a dolly or something like that and it's just like dude we're, we're our, your brain gets poisoned in a in a creative career sometimes by just like over analyzing everything and it's like you got into this because you fucking loved the craft and then after a while it's just like you can't turn it off as far as like creator mode and go back to like enjoyer mode yeah, definitely. I, I relate to that a lot. And, um, you know, I, I can never, I can't speak to any experience with VTubing myself. I've never done it. I don't, I don't know what it looks like behind the scenes uh, with one of these like big corporate VTubers or whatever. But I feel like, I don't know, I like I have a love of like the, the technical side of being creative. I like, I like looking into tools. I like buying supplies. I oh, like yeah, all for that sure. stuff. And I feel like, this is just um this is just my speculation how I how I, I feel deep down but like if you work for one of these big companies like how much of that do you like really have control over cuz the answer in my head is like probably not much oh, yeah. like this like obviously you're going to work with like OBS or something cuz like you're di- directly in control of that during the stream but it's like a lot of like do a lot of them even have any say in what their their VTuber avatar looks like at all I don't know I I, I don't know either um, yeah, there's a lot of questions about this, which, um, you know, f- from from a uh, and, and I think that's the interesting point. You know, you could say like, hey, maybe we should have looked into this more. But like, I, I think it's actually an interesting point that like as tangential um, knowers of and um, experiencers of this content, we know nothing about this this medium at all so it 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 remains very enigmatic in that way and maybe that's maybe that's intentional yeah maybe i i feel like we've definitely like so far we've talked a lot about the the corporate side of of vtubing the the big funded uh talent agencies and all that but i i think let's shift gears a little bit and think about like Okay, there is a lot of people who get into it as like independent VTubers as well, who have like no funding and they don't have those sure, sort sure, of like sure. restrictions on what they can say and how how they can act. So like, what what's the appeal for that? Because if you were to ask me, I'd say like, oh, okay, uh, you can be you can be anonymous, uh, anonymous. You can have like a a face that your audience can like relate relate to, uh, without like having to like get dressed up or or turn your camera on or like clean clean up your goon cave or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the main appeal. Is uh, they 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 got the goon cave is covered in 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 a lot of uh really sus shit so so they just that would be that would be really funny just imagine like tuning into like an indie vtuber and as soon as they turn on their mic they just like shift a little bit and you hear like a pun of a, a ton of like tin cans fall over <laughs> yeah, and just the, the cum jars are broken immediately <laughs> or they accidentally turn on their their camera and it's like a 48 year old dude 
<laughs> like, <laughs> like just with a really good um, child anime girl voice. Um, but, but that's oh yeah. god that that's been a that's been a, a personal nightmare of mine. Like obviously. I am not a 48-year-old dude, but I, I've always thought about the tech side of things like, okay, what if I did have a VTuber avatar? What if I like hit the wrong button and for like a split second, everybody sees the the face behind the, the Wizard of Oz or whatever? Yeah, well, well you know? that's a thing. And then like, e- even if like, e- you know, e- even if you're not some like balding old man or just like you know whatever some some ghoulish freak um no hate to my balding old man and ghoulish freaks out there I'm, what I'm if with you. what if hear me out hear me out what if you're like a perfectly normal looking adult woman who just didn't feel like putting on makeup that day and you don't want people to say oh you look really tired what's right up? right but but if you <laughs> if you have um if you have any sort of audience you know they're like clipping that and screenshotting that immediately it's over it's over for you one like misclick one wrong uh obs scene and it's over yeah, that's not a problem we have to worry about. We don't have any audience. We could say whatever we exactly. want right now. Nobody would be any of the wiser. Exactly. Exactly. What's your favorite slur? <laughs> uh, Whoa. Okay. Vanilla we'll gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. That's that's a pretty yeah, good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I can't yeah. say any of my favorite ones, but they're all they're all trans related. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I, I I think it's I think it's still um, couth to. Uh, to say slurs about white people we've we've had our time in the sun i'm just kidding i'm not white guys i'm poc i'm italian i mean i'm blue but (laughs) see i used i used to be like oh okay i'm blue so people can't make those jokes about me but then some of my friends started calling me a smurf and i i want to kill them all it drives me nuts don't don't do that in the comments i will will end your life (laughs) you you know you're just inviting that when you when you say something like that right yeah, I know, I know. There's there's a worse one they brought up about about blue people, but I'm not gonna say that on air. I'll tell you after. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So so uh yeah that that's the thing about uh if if you're an independent VTuber uh uh. <laughs> like the 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 anonymity is a big part of it uh i can see like i know a lot of i have some friends even who are into vtubing and like they're they're very queer they're trans people not all of them are like necessarily happy with where they are at in their transition or something but you know they want to they want to put themselves out there they want to make some content uh oh god i said i said content very earnestly there i i i'm already i'm already sinking but (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're a part of it now. Uh, I've got I've got marketing brain, Everything but you know they they want to put themselves. Uh, they you know they they want to put themselves out there. They want to make stuff for other people. They want to relate to their audience, and like I I don't see a big I don't see a big harm in that. No, I I, I totally get that, and um I, I was actually talking to a uh, a, a a good friend of mine, Frankie. What up? Um, and we, we had this, we had this conversation about like VTubers and PNG tubers. And and I was kind of like, if you don't want to show your face, just be cam off. Like people have been doing that streaming since like the fucking Justin TV days and the Africa dot TV days. Like, like, like just, just it's, it's like, that's, that's kind of what like, uh, you know, live streaming. I, I think as far as like gaming and shit like that, um, it started out as. Um, but, yeah, but um, then they, yeah. they were, 
they they were famous before they started let's playing but some of the biggest let's players the the game grumps for years i think to this day they don't they don't do well like yeah yeah and, and like the oni plays guys and shit like that and they're fucking they're they're fucking funny and they they have a huge audience and shit like that they don't like th- their faces are you know, you could search it on Google and shit, but they don't. I'm sure some of them have appeared on camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you can find well. what they look like if you really care, but they they don't. It's not a part of their brand or whatever. It's just like you know, they just have the 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 game and then they're talking and, and whatever. But um, he, he my friend said um he was like well like there is there was a. Somebody I knew or somebody he was watching who was like, uh, like disabled, like very, very much so. And that was this person's way of like, you know, kind of having a, you know, like an avatar that could, you know, kind of exist. um, Not to say, I I don't really know how to say this without sounding like an ass, like normally, like, you know, kind of just a, you know, an able-bodied. In a way that does not bring attention to their disability. Right, 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 right. Okay, yes. That is, that is a good, that is a good way to say it. Um, Like, maybe you just want to turn on the stream and have people, like, not draw their yes, attention yes, to yes, that exactly, aspect of yourself. Exactly. And and um to that I was like totally understandable. Um because it, like th- that's the thing about people with not that I know, but like what I would imagine if you have um you know a very debilitating disability like that. You don't like you know you try not to you live with it, but you don't you don't want to make it like this is all of you and this is like all of your personality and just everybody's fa- especially especially if you're um you know, if you're broadcasting or something like that, um, to yeah, people who don't, you take, yeah, to people who don't know you, even if you take care yeah. to not, even if you take care to not like bringing up yourself, like you know, if somebody in the audience is going to ask about it every sure, single sure, stream, sure. and yeah. sometimes you just don't want, yeah, deal and, with and especially dealing with new people, like it's going to be a fixation like, with your friends and family, like they they know they don't give a shit, they're over it, but like with new people, it's just going to be like, why? what's going on <laughs> you know i mean i mean like you, you've you've seen that before like you you uh you see content creators with uh you know disabilities and shit and you're like oh this person's fucking cool and they're they're funny they're they're interesting whatever and it's just like and you look them up and it's just like what does that person have and uh you know i, I think a lot of them are very upfront with this which which i i i appreciate but it's also like that shouldn't be your you know your your entire being and 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 like what defines you you know mm-hmm, definitely um so i i think it can definitely be like a lot harder to succeed as like an independent vtuber because like i said you, d- you don't have any of the funding you're you're starting from ground zero uh just like the is the ground zero the right term no probably <laughs> not but yeah, you're starting from the bottom <laughs> uh you're starting from the bottom uh like the rest of us and i guess you know that can be like a really uh unfulfilling thing like you've been you've been on twitch before and i i think i've read there was some statistic like if your stream averages like 10 10 or more viewers or something like that you're like in the top one percent of most viewed yeah yeah on I, twitch. I, my my streams would range probably between like seven in 15 viewers at any one time and i looked up the the stats and i was in like the top like two point something percent of twitch so that's like uh 
And and you know, like I, I'm 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 not gonna lie, I made some revenue, but like not even close to what would be a livable wage for anybody, let alone minimum wage. So um, I actually looked up a statistic before we started recording, and um, it I I think like the the top zero point one percent of Twitch streamers make minimum wage. That's like the cutoff. So God damn. Yeah. <laughs> if if you're thinking about a Twitch career, um maybe think more about a Twitch hobby. Yeah, yeah. It it's rough out there. There's there's a lot of competition, but you know, some people some people get into this stuff to make money and other people get into it for the love of the game. Sure, sure. Yeah. And you know, then there's there's people like us uh who are here to do both. Mm-hmm. I love the game and I love the game more when I'm making money. So uh uh like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. And and I, I don't I don't wanna say that as like, hey, if you wanna like stream and shit like that, you can't you know you can't ever make that a thing but like we don't want to discourage no 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 in in in, i i definitely don't and um i i wouldn't and i'm you know i'm gonna go back to streaming but like you you don't want to go if you're going in there with the mindset of like i want this to be my job you are setting yourself up to fail do it with um the mindset of i want to do this because I think it's cool and I think people might like and then go from there. But if 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 you're if you're thinking about money, you're on the finish line and you haven't even gotten off the starting blocks. So so if that's your mindset, either change your mindset or go do something else cuz it's way easier to just get a normal job. If if all you're thinking about is money. For sure. You know, let, let's actually talk about that for a little bit. Let's let's talk money. Uh for some background, uh you know Here's here's uh, our total expenses for this show that you're listening to uh, right now. So far, we have made a negative ten dollars. <laughs> I think the 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 ten dollars came from uh, uh Dave. You you bought the domain name, which we haven't made a website for. Yeah, yet, yeah, we're gonna do that. I I think it it was that, less than ten dollars. So I th- I think it was like I think yeah, it was well, eighty eight. It was it was probably ten dollars to me because I I live up here in Canada. Oh yeah, so our money yeah, yeah. Are, our, our goofy little yeah, Canadian ten communist is not worth dollars, as much. but freedom dollars eight point eight eight. Yeah. Okay. Well, that that those are our earnings from this show so far. Negative <laughs> uh, eight point whatever you said yeah. dollars. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, yeah. But I I think a lot of people have this tendency to, and you and I talked a little bit about this before we started recording, where uh, a lot of people like to spend a lot of money up front to get all the tools and equipment yes, to start yes. like some creative endeavor and it feels like you're being productive and then they just don't start or they do start and they don't need that shit and i think vtubing is so fucking expensive with the the rigs and the technology and the hardware and you gotta have like a good streaming pc which in itself is already a big investment up front you need a lot of money to be even like a shit ass VTuber. right 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 so like yeah. <laughs> I, I think you see yeah. that with a lot of creative uh, career paths or creative endeavors in general is is people just say, uh, man, if only I had this, this fucking, this computer, if only I had this, uh, you know, I, I just need a new guitar. That's, that's what I need to start popping. I just need, oh, I just need these courses. I just need the sample pack. I just need I have, these brushes. I just need blah, blah, blah. I have a little story yeah. to tell about okay. this and it goes back about... 
about 15 years ago when when I was a, when I was a teenager in high school and for some background my my family was much more well off at the time than we are now now I'm just like barely scraping by but the yeah, time guys by, by the way Briar's of, poor so um like and subscribe I'm poor as fuck that's why I started a I'm podcast I'm poor too I'm poor too uh, give me money <laughs> But I'm like I'm like the cool kind of yeah, poor, yeah, yeah. so you don't have to feel sorry struggling for me. artists. We live in loft apartments, and we just uh, we listen to a lot of uh, indie rock. But we're gonna make it someday. Yeah, we're we're all gonna make yeah. it. But uh, back to back to rewind about 15 years when I was a teenager. Uh, my family had a lot more money at the time, so. One thing, one thing that I really wanted was I wanted my first drawing tablet, and I got this like shitty little like a uh, Wacom bamboo phone, which is like a it's like a fifty sixty dollar yeah, yeah, yeah. tablet. At least it was in like two thousand eight or something like that. And I was like, okay, this is this is fun. I'm 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 having a bit of fun with it. But I think about a year after I got that, I was like, no, I want I want the Wacom Cintiq, the big mm, fucking like the big computer boy. monitor. Yes, yes. Yeah, the the professional model. And um for those who know, I think they they range from anywhere to like from like fifteen hundred to like three thousand dollars something now. Mm. I, I haven't looked it up in many years, but the model that was like current at the time when I was a teenager was the oh I'm not gonna remember the the model number but it was about it was somewhere in like the fifteen sixteen hundred dollar range something like that and and my parents got me this big fucking Cintiq and I I doodled maybe like a little bit on it but like within a week after I set it up I had this issue where like it wasn't totally calibrated like the cursor was like a few pixels oh, no. off from the tip of the stylus yeah, that would drive me and crazy. I was like you know it did drive me crazy uh so crazy that I just kind of gave up and it just kind of sat there collecting dust for many years and like I didn't actually really get serious about art until like maybe about a year before we started this podcast probably less so uh that's a bit of a personal lesson uh you don't need the big expensive tools you need you need the the will to just make shit uh in spite of your circumstances you, you, yeah you need the right tools and i i will say from a from a musical perspective um i have owned like over one thousand dollar guitars that i was just like like they sounded good but i didn't like playing them and i've also owned guitars that were like 190 dollars that just I would pick that thing up anytime I saw it because it was just so nice and fun to play. And it's just like it, it, you, you like money. There, there's a certain amount there. I wouldn't recommend if you want to get into playing guitar or something like that. Don't don't buy a fifty dollar guitar in uh, unless you know unless it's in a state sale and they don't know what they have or something like that. But um, <laughs> p- pick some stuff up, see what kind of feels nice to you and, um, and go from there because like there's so much snobbery around gear. Um, this goes with art. This goes with music. This goes with technology, just uh, all sorts of things. Um, d- like really it's more about just doing stuff that works for you rather than, uh, you know, just, just you need this to be any type of person in this field it's that's generally not the case um as a as a quick aside this is totally tangential but have you ever read mouse the uh the the 
graphic novel? No, we had a bunch of mouse books like at my high school. You know what I'm talking about though, when right? I was a student. Yeah, it's like the the comic it's like a World War II. Yeah, thing, yeah, it's a, it's mice. about the dude's dad and he was in the Holocaust and shit like that. That dude drew that shit with fucking printer paper and a ballpoint pen. And it's one of the most iconic graphic novels in in in, in history. So just just saying, just saying. Yeah, for sure. I've like I've seen a lot of discourse around this because when I'm when I'm on like let's say Twitter, ninety percent of the people I follow on there are just other artists. I don't like to go on there for like the the stupid discourse or the news or anything. Oh, yeah. I, I go on there because I like to see pretty pictures that the people made, and uh, th- there's obviously been a lot of chat about like oh AI art is like the new big thing because it's tearing down these barriers to entry and like the the popular response is like no shut the fuck up just go buy some printer paper and a pencil that's literally all you need it re- now, re- it really is it really is now for me uh that that wasn't necessarily the case i mean when i was in high school i did i did draw pretty actively i had this like 30 dollar sketchbook because it was like slightly nicer quality paper and these cheap shitty like um mechanical pencils from staples it's like two bucks for like a a dozen of them or some shit like that and uh i I did like drawing uh a lot like that although as i've gotten older I i don't really like uh uh, traditional art as much i can't tell people like oh uh you should you should get the cheapest option because for me um about a year or two ago i bought i bought my first ipad and that's been the the big catalyst for me getting back into art because i really like the the ease of use like oh it's a digital thing and oh it's not attached to my computer so i can just take it anywhere so for me that was the right tool so i I don't want to necessarily say oh you should never spend money ever but just don't don't ever tell yourself like i can't start this thing because i don't have enough money or like i need to buy this expensive fancy equipment to get started like maybe it'll help but in all honesty um, if you don't have the drive to just like make your own creative vision happen, then no like amount of tools are gonna like help you get to that starting. No, a hundred percent. That that's that's really the takeaway here is there is a happy medium, and it might be on some sort of the middle spectrum between being a gearhead who doesn't do shit as far as you know furthering their craft, and um, you know just being somebody who like. You also can't just like cheap out and just be like, ah, I can't, I can't do this because I'm not a professional artist or musician. It's like, it's okay to spend a little bit of money, but at the same time, you have to know that you cannot buy your way into success in, in, in any of your creative endeavors. And I think, I think that that ties back to what we were saying about streaming, because I've definitely seen people who think you can just spend money on fucking bullshit, on fucking emotes and overlays and gear and microphones and in computers and all this type of shit and it's gonna it's gonna bring you to the next level. And um you know, it might it might help that if you're at that level, but if you're just like starting out and you think you need like 10 grand worth of gear, uh, maybe slow down a little bit, but at, at, on the at the same time, I have I have seen like very high viewer count, you know, somewhat successful streamers where they're they're streaming in like fucking 480p, and their the background 
is is like their fucking unmade bed with cum socks on it and shit. And some of the yeah. some of the most successful high earning podcasts on Patreon, which I will not yeah. name by name, yeah. have just had like just dog shit audio mm-hmm. where they're just like speaking into like a fucking Xbox like gamer and that headset. Shit, that shit boggles shit. my mind too. It's like it's like people who are you know. I'm not going to say household names, but household names in certain circles of, uh, you know, people who listen to podcasts, which, you know, just insane people. But um, and it's just like, dude, you still didn't learn how to like... (laughs) How to like mix audio or like speak into a microphone correctly? Jesus fucking Christ, man! <laughs> Get it together. Yeah, not not to toot our own horn too much, but you know, I, I think we can boast about this. Like for our size, we definitely have better audio quality than some very big high budget. Oh, shows. I, I, I mean, a- absolutely. But like, the th- besides just uh, just being like lazy, I think it's kind of disrespectful to your audience in the same way, and it's just like. These people are paying like tons of money to listen to your shit and you can't afford like a better microphone or like an an editor that knows how to like normalize or or, like match loudness or or anything like that. Jesus fucking Christ. We're doing that. We have we have we have no income. We're eight dollars in the hole. Eight dollars in the hole. And we're still getting it done. Come on, baby. Come on. Get it together. guys. Yeah, that's that's kind of the inverse of it. Whereas, like, yes, you don't need good equipment to be successful, and and in fact, some very successful people have a uh, dog shit equipment. Uh, so I guess that the lesson people should should take away from that is um, the the only path to being successful is be fucking interesting, like be a real person, right, right, be right. somebody people want to listen to. Never once have I tuned into a podcast and been like. Wow, they have such a cool set in their garage with these like neon lights and a big sign that says the show name. I'm gonna subscribe. That these dudes are so fucking cool. No, uh, like I'll I'll listen for a bit. If they if they sound interesting, maybe I'll give it a listen again. If but most of the time they don't because you know what? most podcasts are fucking boring. As yeah, shit. And, and on the flip side of that, I've definitely listened to podcasts before where I was like, this sounds interesting, and then it was somebody on like garbled zoom audio and i was just i can't listen to this i like i, I just you guys you, you just come on like i yeah. yeah or like they they have like seven different co-hosts and like three of them are talking into the the little xbox live yeah hits. yeah yeah <laughs> it, yeah and and there's like a three second delay before any of them say anything because they're on they're like they're in i don't know where the fuck they are like <laughs> what are you out in the country like you you in alaska like what what's going on I, yeah definitely um so that's that's that that's the money side of things but uh so i think we've mostly covered our bases with the people who who get into vtubing uh on the on the content creator side but let, let's talk a little bit about the audience because like there's as we've seen, there's there's a big fucking audience for this stuff, and like I don't I don't claim to get it. Like I can speculate, but I, I don't really watch any VTubers. I don't watch live streamers in general. But there's live streaming has been like a thing for like what like the last ten years or something. When, when, when was like Justin TV started? You probably know um that. I I I'm not sure. I do remember when I first started teaching in Korea, so that was probably like ten years ago. 
um, there was a lot, I had a lot of students and they were like, Oh teacher, do you know, do you know Africa.tv? Which I think was like a tangential thing to Justin TV. Um, the, these Justin TV, I know was like, that's what turned into Twitch. Um, and then Twitch was bought by Amazon. That was like the, I don't know if Africa.tv, I don't know if that was an Asian thing. I don't know if it was, if it was, I've, yeah. I've never heard of it for yeah, one. It, it yeah. It might've been a short lived thing, but these are, these were kids that like, you know, they watched like League of Legends content all the time. So it was probably just like gaming bullshit. It was probably fucking kick back then. Just like a, um, I, I, I'm sorry, Africa.tv heads, please come and come and mold and correct me in the comments. I, I'm I'm very <laughs> sorry to, to to fuck your yeah. To fuck your I mean, I, I I graduated high school in in 2011, and at the time, I don't I don't really remember like live streaming being a really popular thing. Like there was some like gaming YouTubers, and like there was like the esports scene. I know like so uh what was it called uh, Starcraft? That was that yeah was really yeah big. yeah yeah. Yeah, it might still be big. I don't know if people still play that. Probably, uh, I, I think not. not I think so uh, I think it is, but I think League has like taken that over in in the Korean scene at least. And and obviously, oh, without yeah. a doubt. And there's uh, there's definitely like other esports that are going on now. But um, yeah, yeah. At, at the at the start of the the 2010s, I feel like that was kind of when like real time strategy was like on the downturn and was kind of starting to get replaced by MOBAs, which which I never got into. They seem like a like a very stressful game to to enjoy. Yeah. It's not for, it's not I, for me. But I, that, I, yeah. I I'm I am gonna say so the funny thing is when I when I lived there, uh, you know, I, I had a bunch of kids and, and adults and they were like, Oh League of Legends, League and I was like, fuck that shit. I will never fucking play that game. <laughs> fuck you leave me alone that's don't the talk correct, to that's me that's the correct response yeah, don't talk to me about league of legends and then and then when i moved back to the states um so somebody was like hey like that's not bad like try it out and i did play for a while i did play for a while um my, my issue with it i don't think it's like necessarily a bad game but like the thing is if you ever want to get like good to to the point of like ever having fun which i don't actually i don't think anybody ever has fun playing that game but um you have as an yeah. outsider it does not seem that way yeah, you you well that's a, that's a thing and that's kind of like competitive rts shit too is like you have to like read all these like strategy manuals and like know what every what every character or every unit or every anything does and like their damage levels and shit and it's like dude i, I don't got time for that man like isn't <laughs> this a measurement is like actions per minute or something yeah like you can't take like 50 different things yeah and then you go into the practice you're, you're tool and you're behind. just like you're just like min maxing like fucking d d just actions in it like no dude i can't do that like i my whole life is a fucking grind man i can't grind in a video game i'm trying to have fun jesus christ yeah so the the reason i wanted to shift gears to live streaming in general is because i i think we got we got to look at like why why is vtubing popular and i don't think it's just the anonymity right it's i think i think live streaming in general has kind of kicked off like the last couple years like maybe we could go back like 10 years or something but definitely around the start of covid oh, i feel yeah. like me the world it feels the world has become a very lonely yes. place if you yep. know what i mean yeah we've 
Last episode, we talked a little bit about this like loneliness epidemic that we see in Japan. And, you know, we're seeing it in other places too, but J- Japan is a good uh, case study for this. And I think um, this kind of relates back to the whole anime thing where, yeah, people might like to do the whole friendship simulator thing where it's like, oh, it's like you're really in the room with your best friend playing playing a video game together or something. But a lot of people don't really want to hang out with a best friend. They kind of want to hang out with like a, a cute little anime girl who's just like a like a perfect bundle of sunshine. And like we we say VTubers are real people because they are, but like they're not paid to act like real people. Yeah, yeah, if you for know sure. What I mean. and, and just like, but like also, a lot of people don't want to hang out with a best friend because that's work. Like relationships take work. Um, you have to, you know, you have to do something. Whereas, what, what, like, what is, what is way more easy and convenient and the fast food, um version of having a friend well you just pop on some person and um you you pay uh, you pay five dollars for a subscription and they like say your name once and then you could like put it on in the background while you do whatever you goon or whatever you're doing (laughs) whatever you're doing over there so it's yeah it's parasocialism but it's it's like a weird it's a weird version it's it's just laziness and like uh I mean, I'm sounding kind of boomer right now. <laughs> well, it's it's a it's a relationship that you don't need to invest. Right, right, into. right. That's yeah, the, that's, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. About about real relationships is you you gotta check out you gotta check in on your friends. You gotta be there for each other. Like you ever like everybody has probably had some friend at some point in their life, maybe even right now, who's like. Oh, they're just a constant drain. They're always they're always in the pits. They always need help. Mm-hmm. They might need money. They're always just like really depressed. They're always on the verge of falling apart. And like they give nothing back, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And that can be really emotionally draining. But like the opposite of that is like a like watching a VTuber where they're just they're always they're always happy. They're always ban- bouncing around. They're always providing a little a little show just for you. If you give them some money, maybe they'll say your name or like say something else or, you know, it's um, it's like it, it can feel good. It can feel like instantly gratifying and rewarding, but it's not it's not real. Yeah, it's yeah. Very it, parasocial. And, and I don't I don't think that's even necessarily um exclusive to vtubers although it's definitely more from from my experience more um like just just more amplified with vtubers um because generally it is like a a kawaii anime girl who is just so bubbly and like haha here here we are and we're 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 doing yeah we're playing games whereas you know sometimes like human um, live streamers can just you know have a bad day, or they're or, or they're just terminally fucking miserable to people. Like you can see that with with certain <laughs> with certain popular live streamers who are just seem like the fucking shittiest person you'll ever meet. Yet they still have a yeah. Don't audience. don't don't get me don't get me wrong. The the most popular people on Twitch dot TV dot com. I don't even know the most popular people on Twitch. They're just a a fucking like cabal of the most like insane miserable people i've ever seen in my life i want nothing to do well, with well th- th- that's a funny thing too is they have they clearly have an immense amount of contempt for their audience 
Um, and I think it's because their audience fucking sucks. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna come out and say it. People who people who use Twitch all the time are fucking insane. Like they're deranged. Um, like. And I'm t- I'm not talking about people who go on Twitch and like you know watch watch a stream or I'm I'm talking about like Twitch people like Twitch viewers people who are like I love Twitch just like somebody would say we I need- love TV or I love YouTube yeah we or something we, we like need that. a word we need a word like gooner but for people who consume too many lives yeah streams. yeah 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 <laughs> Ex- exactly like people who are subbed to like the top twenty. <laughs> like Twitch, <laughs> Twitch streams. Just I mean, be- is isn't yeah. it kind of a kind of a pejorative if you call somebody a tier four sub? <laughs> I mean, like that's that's inherently kind of shameful, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I I would say so. I would say so, especially because most of the time you're not getting shit for that, other than a, you know, whatever. Anyways, you spend your money how you want, or you're probably more accurately like your parents' money, but um. It, it's it's crazy because like th- there's this weird relationship where they fucking hate their audience. They feel an immense amount of contempt for them, but they need them at the same time. They need them to you know pay for their McMansion in L.A. or or Texas or wherever wherever the fuck these weirdos live now. Um, and 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 th- that's a thing is like i i can tell that the viewers of this content have like no actual real human interpersonal experience before because how can you not watch these people and see that they are fucking dead inside like you look at their eyes and they are fucking dead inside like these people are are you talking, miserable are you talking about about live streamers in general or like the cute anime girl i'm talking about live streamers in general so 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 that's that's an interesting point is you can't see <laughs> the dead eyes of the uh of the of the the cute anime well i will say some of them look very uncanny to me like i remember when a couple years back when vtubing was more of a new thing my immediate like my immediate like fucking primitive monkey brain response was like i don't like that that that's not how an anime girl should look that's that's weird i don't like it it's off-putting to me but now it just seems kind of normal because like everybody's a fucking vc yeah i mean i I guess we've gotten used to it but like live streaming in general is kind of weird but i I mean i guess i guess it's not that weird in the sense well i was gonna say like there's been live broadcasts since the fucking 50s, but, um, you know, they were, like, planned and scripted. It wasn't just somebody sitting at their computer for 11 hours just, like, screeching. I would, I would, I would go as far as to say that the weirdness is why it's popular. Yeah, may, maybe, maybe. Like, um, we, we used to see, like, there was, a, there was a point, there was a period on YouTube where everybody was into, like, let's play videos. Let's all do let's play videos where we play video games, where we do, like, a recorded session of playing some Donkey Kong or some shit, and we'll put it up there and our audience can, like, respond in the comments or right. something. Uh, just like our own audience can respond to this video in the comments. But, yeah. um... The, the the thing about like live streaming kind of took off because there's that parasocial element where it's like oh you can type something in chat and get an immediate response you can see like a consequence of your actions play out on the screen and uh yeah a lot of live streamers have been like very weird with that like maybe they have a very like combative relationship with their audience or like there's like a bit of a like kind of some ribbing going back and forth but 
I think with most uh, with most VTubers, it's it's a lot more positive, at least from my my perspective as an outsider. Like, they have to focus on being like happy and bubbly, and like maybe maybe telling some silly stories or something. But like nobody nobody tunes in to see like a sad, miserable, angry VTuber. I don't feel like. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that, I'm that, wrong. No, but. that that I mean that sounds right. Um, and and there's definitely some like uh, there's definitely some e girls that play into that too. I I would think, um, and there's definitely some e boys that play into that too. And, and like, but it, it's I I guess with the the real people as opposed to the VTubers, it probably seems more um, transparent when somebody's being like. Thanks for the sub person at um username. Haha, <laughs> awesome. And when it's like the the like uh, their dream uh chibi anime girl like doing a kawaii laugh and and, and you know going and going off on that tangent. It's like you could you can kind of take yourself out of it because it's like oh I'm not talking to a real person I'm just just getting a response from the little the little drawing on my screen yeah yeah for sure and that's uh, is that more weird I don't that, know. <laughs> well I think it, I think it definitely emboldens some people to be very weird about it <laughs> yeah but I mean you you would think the general audience of this would be weeb or weeb adjacent. So, um, yeah, I mean, that tracks, right? Yeah, yeah, with, with, without a doubt. Um, like, w- there's a lot that could be said uh, when it comes to live streaming about if you have just, like, a pretty face or, like, a good aesthetic or, like, a nice body or something, you can you can get pretty far with that. A lot of people tune into this, like, completely vapid, like, meaningless content, capital C content, because they just want something nice to look at or just like a bit of background noise. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that that's probably an element of why VTubers have have taken off because people like anime girls, like almost I won't say universally, but it I think there's a big appeal to it, even outside the like core otaku weebu audience yeah i mean like we said on the last episode the i i think the appeal of the anime art style is that it's uh generally pretty sparse as far as details so you can inject your idealized versions of you know yourself if it's if it's a protagonist or your your ideal woman um if it's you know the the you know the love interest or whatever and and at at the same time just like uh we were talking about before they're not it's not a real person it's not a real person with like actual you know flaws or you know humanity or anything like that you just get this completely objectified image of a person type thing that you just get to you know you get to play with and you get to manipulate but you know that's that's kind of the appeal, right? Because a lot of people don't want to interact with a real person. Yeah, it's it's I too it's too like, difficult. Yeah, there's there's a lot of people out there who just like they just they're just anti-social weirdos. They don't like relating to other people. They just want to like retire to the once again we'll say it, to the goon <laughs> cave to watch to watch these little cartoons bounce up and down, and so that they don't have to to connect with other people. I I hear this this sentiment a lot when you when you look up online and you see you see these chuds complaining about like 
oh, I liked this this media before it went woke. I, this was my my escape from the world. I liked I like to escape into this 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 fiction where I don't have to think about how how life sucks. And you know, I I think I think these people are weak. They're weak and they're tiny and they're in like every sense of the word. Uh, we love you, small dick listeners, but uh, <laughs> they're just they're just a really pathetic bunch. And I think the same thing applies to like people who get really obsessed with like a, a certain content creator, like live streamer or VTuber or or otherwise, you know, where they they don't have other things going on in their life. They don't want to relate to other people. They don't they don't really want to enjoy the things about life that that make you a human. They just want to like retreat into this like weird little fantasy and like. I don't think like it's not healthy and I think a lot of stuff about the industry surrounding VTubers it kind of encourages that it kind of profits off of like the the big audience of of people who are just like that you know no, for sure for sure and and these are the same people who will go on 4chan and fucking bitch about um you know I can't get a girlfriend I don't have any friends I'm a fucking brain cell like all, all this weird shit and it's like dude you have put zero, zero effort into doing anything remotely resembling like acting like a real human. Um, and, and like you sit around and you watch fucking like weird content and shit all day, which like, hey, if, if you watch if you watch weird content and shit like but it's part of a, you know, a broader lifestyle you're listening to this show right now so yeah. i think all our <laughs> listeners are familiar with your yeah content. exactly exactly um you know as a as a curiosity or you know just a just a source of entertainment it's fine but like um and, and like are you really surprised that you can't have a relationship with your family or like uh, you ha- don't have any friends or you can't get a girlfriend or a boyfriend or fuck or whatever like yeah dude just just like stop using this shit as a as as a substitute for like human interaction i guess is i guess is kind of the takeaway there i don't know am i am i if i was if i was to extract one one big lesson from this episode's one one running theme that i really want people to walk away with it's that there's there's nothing good in life that does not require some effort to to get or maintain. Right. If you want if you want to get into live streaming or VTubing or making capital C content or just like, you know, real art or something like that, you know, you don't need equipment, you don't need to spend a lot of money. You need to put effort in. Uh, if you want to connect with other people, you need to put effort in. And you know, it's fine if you like VTubers. I've seen some of the clips. I think Gura's like vacant little like anime girl stare while she vacuums the sand. I think it's I think it's kind of funny. Uh, I don't think I would watch it for like seven hours, but you know, I'll watch it for like two minutes or like twenty minutes on YouTube. But yeah, that, that that's that's the big takeaway that I would have. Yeah, and- <laughs> with regards to this parasocial this shit yeah and and i and i think we should uh we should we should be clear on like if you watch twitch streamers or like or or vtubers or whatever if you like anime or whatever the fuck like it's cool but if this is like if if you are like i i mean i i guess tying into the past episode like there's a difference between somebody who likes this shit and like a weeb or a weirdo, or a fucking otaku, or some shit like, and and I'll I I talk about Twitch viewers with like a t- capital T, 
Um, j- just like we're later in a later episode, we're going to talk about gamers with a capital G. There's a difference between people who like a certain thing and people who make it their everything, and they are usually the most fucking annoying, um, just just misanthropic, like insufferable fucking people on the planet. Because, hey, here's a fucking crazy thought. Have like a, you know, kind of a well-rounded life, which with a lot of different things in there that it, it kind of, uh, it, it, it's, it's kind of nice. It's kind of nice. I can, uh, I, I can attest to that, you know, just do, do different things and, and, and enjoy that without being fucking crazy. Uh, maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's harder. <laughs> maybe it's harder than I'm making that out to be. I would I would dare to say that uh, a big running theme of this podcast going into the future is that uh, fandom was a mistake. It's not good. Uh, it rots people's brains. Be careful with that stuff. Uh, be a fan of things responsibly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sp- maybe spend like a little bit less time on the internet and, and especially like those corners of the internet. Surround yourself with cool people. T- try, try that. Try, try that to start. Um, like us, like us, we're cool people. We will guide you. Um, and, and just like I yeah, said, and, yeah. and, and uh, as we've established before, uh, if you are listening to the show, you are not just uh, a fan of ours. You're, you're our actual friend. Yeah. 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 We actually, that's love what I was going to say. Like, like all other podcasts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. You're, you're still on ground floor level where you can actually be our friend and we will guide you through life with our, with our Zen like correct 100 percent correct takes on everything um you know if you wait till episode 20 eh, might not happen might not happen but hey here's the time the the door is closing get in now on on ground zero it is very slowly closing but it is closing and if you don't want your leg to get caught in the uh in the (laughs) in the closing in the closing door you know jump in for sure uh, you know, I, I think that 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 seems like a good a good little introduction to VTubers in general. But I, d- I did want to take this this convo just before we, we wrap up. I wanted to have a little conversation about about avatars in general. Like, how do we depict how do we choose to depict ourselves online? Because I think there's there's a lot to be said about the the way people choose to present themselves like a lot of people will will like get into vtubing because they have a certain image of themselves or like maybe an idealized form or something it's like okay i want people to see me as the cute anime girl or like some people have weirder vtuber avatars so like maybe i want people to see me as like the the animated toaster that plays video games or something like that and uh, just uh, what, what do you think about yeah, that? Yeah, see, see that is, that is an interesting point because I did come up in the early days of the uh, the modern internet where um, you know a lot of people didn't really show their face online, um, and it, everybody had an avatar, and it it was it was kind of like most of the time it was kind of just some dumb shit or you know a character or something like that, an edgy anime, boy may, or maybe something like maybe that. there was a lot of those too. Um, but <laughs> like yeah. that was that was that was the norm in the early internet. Like I remember when I was a kid, all the adults in my life told me like, okay, don't tell anybody your real oh, yeah, name online. Yeah. Don't post your picture. Don't you have to lie about everything? And you know that's like that was the perception of what it meant to be on the but yeah, yeah. For a long but, time. but even like, like in the early 2000s like you 
you didn't have like smartphones with cameras in it and like every laptop didn't have a camera in it so like you either had to like buy a webcam or like scan a photo of yourself in so most people didn't even like even if they wanted to they weren't just like sharing photos of themselves on the internet so yeah like people instead picked avatars and it was and it was in a sense like just a way to kind of express yourself in in some certain type of way and can i remember what my earliest avatars were fuck no dude i have no idea it was probably oh, some corny I, I actually <laughs> i actually have a very clear memory of this uh my first avatar that i ever used it might not have been the first but it's the first one that i remember i was like i was maybe like nine or ten years old on some like tiny little like long defunct by now like uh internet forum about uh, about making games and rpg maker or some shit oh, nice. and my my avatar was have you ever seen the picture of lemon no lime cat the cat with like a lime on its head is like a little helmet uh, i'm looking it up right now lime cat uh is that what it's called lime cat let's look that up in real oh, time oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, it's the first thing that pops up. That that image is like as old as the internet. Oh, man. And I thought I thought this is the cutest That's thing ever. So yeah, I just That is a class. I've definitely yeah. seen this one before. I mean, it is cute. It is cute. I've definitely used that as an avatar on on internet forums when I was a little kid. <laughs> See, that not and that's so wholesome. That's so wholesome. Yeah, even even like 20 years later, you're like you, you can't hate it. Like that that's another thing about the internet is people just everybody loves cats. You can't go wrong yeah, with cats. <laughs> yeah, they're they're great. Um it is it is a little bit Reddit to like be obsessed with cats, but at the same time, you know, fuck it. If that's Reddit, yeah, then I'm a little bit Reddit too. Cats fucking rule. Um dogs drool. Just kidding, I like dogs too. Yeah, yeah, the heckin' cute doggos. Yeah. <laughs> I mean dogs literally do drool. Though. Although I've had some cats who drool, so that's I, I guess yeah, yeah i i might be i might be a little bit reddit but i'm free <laughs> <laughs> that's all that matters in this moment i'm euphoric yeah i think one of the one of the things i picked up on being on the internet from a young age is like you can kind of tell a lot about people from like their the avatar they choose to present themselves with online like um in my in my internet forum dwelling days like a lot of people had anime avatars and a lot of them were like okay this is some popular show that was just translated to english here's like the the edgy main character and they're brooding and it's like oh this person wants to look they want to look tough they want to look serious they want to they want people to think oh this person's like a little dark and mysterious and, and badass or something and it's like when i was a kid i'll i'll be honest like i i fell for that there were some people who i met on the internet and it's like ooh, this person's like avatar like something about it like intimidates me a little bit but maybe that was just a result of like being a kid and like everybody no i at the time was, like, i much older i think than me. i think um there is like a very subliminal um effect that just associating a person online with their avatar has on you especially if you've never seen them um like in i mean person. yeah even even to this day like consciously i know it's not the case but unconsciously like in my head i just kind of think of my friends like the the avatar they use on discord or some shit that's just kind of how i imagine them, oh yeah yeah you yeah. Know? yeah yeah absolutely and um you know that's it's kind of cool though it's kind of cool because like um th there is an appeal to be 
um, just just to to be able to choose the way that people perceive you. And I uh, I I for one, well, currently, I'm not going to say this is never the case, but I I don't I don't really have any like significant dysphoria on the way that I look, but I, I know a lot of people do, and I totally like understand that. Um, so, so it's like, it's, it's, I can definitely see the appeal of like the freeing nature of being able to represent yourself visually the way that you see yourself or want others to see you, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I, I feel like that, if anything, that's probably like a, like a foundational part of the internet, right? Like back in the days where to be online, you needed to have like a little bit of a tech savvy and it was like nothing but, but weirdos and very very tech literate people Un- contrasted with uh with nowadays where the internet just exists to like steal personal data <laughs> and every website wants you to upload as many real photos right, right, of your right. real face as possible yeah, yeah for sure for sure and um you know and- I- i'll even say i'll even say while we were setting up the the youtube channel for our show uh there were some like features of youtube like posting like community notes or or some other stuff like that where it's like oh you need to verify your channel to do that one way you can do that is you can upload a, a photo of your government id to to google drive and we'll we'll verify you in a couple days or you can not do that and we'll get to you in like a couple months and it's like both Dave and I were like, "Fuck that! We're not. We're not." Yeah, doing that. yeah. That seems like, like, like <laughs> sketchy I, as hell. I, 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 I can understand that sort of as far as like not having like five thousand bot accounts go, but at, at the same time, it's like, is that really why you're doing it, or are you just trying to like collect the most sinister data? Yeah, there was. There was some note below that there was like, we usually clear our da- our data of your photo in a couple months, maybe, who knows? And it's like, nah, I don't like your tone here. Google. Yeah, yeah, especially when um, every other month you're just like, hey, uh, LinkedIn got hacked and leaked, um, you know, a, a, like hundreds of thousands of users' data. Um, sorry. <laughs> there, there has never been a big tech company that has not been the victim of like a big like company wide data breach yeah, or hack at and, some and point. The thing is, it's gonna happen to the all. The thing of them. is, a lot of them fucking lie about it too, or they don't even release it. Um, I I was just the benefactor of a nice, juicy class action lawsuit from Capital One Bank. Um, because uh, my my data was apparently. Um, in, in involved in a breach, and I got like I got like six hundred bucks for that, which is dope. But at the same time, oh, fuck yeah, hey, dude, get that back. Fucking <laughs> don't do that, maybe. And I I I'm not sure about this. Um, this could be hearsay. Um, I I would not want to besmirch the good name of Capital One Bank. Don't don't get don't get me wrong. But uh, no, we yeah. we love yeah, banks we fucking love show. banks here. Um, but. Uh, I'm pretty sure part of the reason the lawsuit was so hefty is because they they tried to cover it up or they lied about it for a while or something like that or they just didn't report it when they were supposed to but like anyways um yeah your fucking data is out there so I I kind of understand using a using an avatar instead of your face although my face is all over the fucking internet so I'm I'm already it's 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 over for me I'm done yeah, to, to some degree, I feel like everybody's info is going to get out there in some way and like to different extents for everybody. But in general, I do think we, we should probably like I would like to see 
a culture shift on the internet where we go back to like, yeah, valuing our anonymity a little bit more. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And we would definitely see less um, low effort thirst trap bullshit, which, um, you know, listen, I love looking at juicy titties. I love looking at big round brown booties, um, some some nice ankle picks, um, you know, all all that type of stuff. Um, nice hairdos. L- love all of it. Hey, I, 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 I do. But to some degree, that's always going to be kind of popular. Yeah, I think. yeah, and but like people, yeah. people like to see nice looking people faces. Like, yeah. That's just that's just how exactly, it is. Exactly, exactly. But let's let's dial that back. And um, but but like the thing is, a lot of that content that's just like, look at me, I'm 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 cute. It's just like, eh, fuck off. Be cute and do something cool at the same time. Don't just be cute. Like fucking grow up. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and you know what? If if you want to be cute, there there are other options too. Like uh, I could I could say um, at different points in my life, I've used like a fucking pit crew avatar to to just present myself online. Because like at the time, yeah, I was I was less confident in my drawing skills. I just wanted like a, a cute a cute girl for people to look at when I'm on Discord or or some shit like mm-hmm. that. And you know, there's. There's a lot that could be said about like the a stereotype about pit crew avatars, but you know, in general, I think I think the website is nice. I think people should consider. Yeah, it. <laughs> as long as it's not a bored ape or a bitmoji, I'm I'm fine with stuff like that. I mean that that's that's the thing. Like uh, the whole NFT craze, those are those are basically just evil pit crews. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but uh, yeah, <laughs> but but sold for thousands of dollars by just the the worst humans you'll ever you'll ever converse with in your life yeah we're we're gonna do we're gonna do an nft uh art critique hour at some point so stay tuned yeah that. That, that, that'll be a bonus episode um there yeah that one w- this is a podcast but i feel like that definitely needs like a bit of a visual oh sure a visual yeah, aid yeah. or more like a visual hindrance because like all of them look like shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, that'll be fun though yeah, there's there's also something to be said. I think shifting gears a little bit, but just as awful as the NFTs is, um, some some people choose use like anonymous avatars to present themselves in like a like a shitty way too. Like we've talked about them a little bit, but there's the whole like culture of like I'm a traditional warrior. Here's my Roman bust avatar. It's a it's a Greek statue or some shit, and it's like those people are all fucking losers, you know. And and you know that person looks nothing like that. They're probably like they they are like some like acne riddled yes. like thirteen yep. year old, <laughs> Pro- probably like not even not even like European looking, just self loathing minority, just like and it's just like, dude, c- come on, man. <laughs> I often think back to that 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 shit post that went around before. It was like some selfie of like a thirteen year old posting to four chan, and they were like, "B, does do my features look very Nordic?" <laughs> like, come on, dude. that that shit is so weird to me. And uh, like, I mean, obviously, this is a common thread with most white supremacists. Is, is like that's really that's really all they kind of have just like how we were talking about like how with some people they're they're only like tether to reality if you can call it that is just like their relationship with like anime or whatever the fuck but like for these people it's just like 
I I am I am Nordic. I am I am no, I am Nordic and Aryan. It's just like, dude, you clearly have nothing else going for you. If that's I, what you're I so upset, the, yeah. I rolled the correct stats when my parents made my character sheet. And, and <laughs> I mean, you could go to you could go to any white supremacist like picture. And and it's just like the most raggedy looking dudes you'll ever see. It's like it's like it's like thirty to fifty feral. Yeah, hogs. yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And they're just like, oh, my white heritage is being erased. And it's like, dude, if you're the representative of that, like maybe it should be. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> shit, man. Bye. Spicy takes on this podcast. We we stand firmly against white supremacy. You heard me. Yeah, we we do. Uh, it, even spicier take. We support the the great replacement. <laughs> yeah, the the replacement of men with beautiful girls. Yeah, right, right. That's what I meant. That's a hundred percent what I meant. Yeah, erect more five G towers. Uh, subscribe to Super. Yeah, get vaccinated, World. everyone. Get vaccinated. COVID's <laughs> going around. Make sure you get vaxxed. I've I've got a fever, and the only cure is more estrogen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to to bring us back though, uh, so a funny thing about the the Roman bust, uh, av- the statue people is like, on its face, like. There's nothing, it doesn't really say much, like, if your picture is just, like, a Roman statue, but I feel like our perception of what that means has been shaped by the people who, who like, gravitate towards that image. Oh, I mean, uh, 100%. And, like, um, yeah, that, that's the thing, is, like, Roman and Greek statues have been ruined for me for life by these fucking assholes, and it kind of makes me mad. Yeah, I mean, as I, I think ancient history is it's cool. so dumb. I think there's a lot of... There's a lot of cool stuff about Rome. I like the the big statues, both the the pearly white ones we see now and the their gaudy original like painted versions back when they were they were ancient, you know. Yeah, and that's the thing about all these like return to tradition people is uh, of course they think that they uh, in that society, they would be like a great general uh, marching, marching on um, you know Britain. And it's like, no, dude, you would be like shoveling shit in a fucking ditch somewhere. <laughs> like, no, you'd probably For be a sure. fucking you know, slave. We'll, like, fuck off. Yeah, you know, we'll 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 look at the other side of things too. Obviously, I don't think they're nearly as bad as all the 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 white supremacists and and Nazis and and those other bigots. But you know, well, there I is a lot a of lot, overlap. Uh, oh wait, un- unless you're talking about somebody else. <laughs> well, th- you could say that with maybe some of the fucking like anime girl avatars oh, yeah. it's like oh i i photoshopped one of the kaon girls to have a nazi armband isn't that really funny okay yeah yeah okay so, so i i but, don't i don't change what i was saying then <laughs> I, I was right okay <laughs> well no no, no well, i was i was just humoring okay. that but what, where i was actually going to take this was um there's the flip side of this where i think if we look back at the pit crew avatar people i think in some circles, at least, maybe I'm showing my ass here. There's there's this uh, stereotypical like Twitter user where it's like, uh, I have a I have a cute little pit crew avatar and like a hammer and sickle in my name, and I'm gonna up I'm gonna overthrow the government and lead a, a glorious revolution. But also, like, I'm really nervous about making phone. Yeah, calls. yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say the same thing. It's a uh, I must. I'm a I'm a I'm a little small bean, but also um, we're going to vanguard the glorious uh, People's Democratic Republic. 
um, in in overthrow the government. It's like, dude, you I'm, you I'm have just, not I'm just, you have not like left your house <laughs> in seven I'm just years. An uwu, I'm an uwu subby puppy girl, but I'm also like fed posting about senators. Yeah, I, <laughs> when when uh, yeah, when the DPRK comes, I'm 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 joining up. It's like no, um, you'll they're they'll probably just use you as a cheap fuel source. Yeah, I I I have a pick crew avatar, and I love to stand for regimes that would have me executed <laughs> for this like anime witchcraft heresy. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's great. <laughs> uh, that's why. That's why. At least in my opinion, the one true solution to this is learn how to fucking draw. Just start drawing, bro. Just just make your own avatar, and then like nobody can. Well, I guess they can they can think what they will, but I think there's there's something earnest to that. I think it says something more, uh, like the, when somebody like puts some craft into how they present themselves online, and there's there's something real, there's something human there, and it's not just like oh a screenshot of like an anime, uh, of an anime frame or something. A hundred percent, yeah, I, I I totally agree, and um, you know, you could say this with any creative endeavor and i've heard all of the excuses before i don't have any talent i don't have any time first of all talent is a myth talent is trying just fucking do it um you you can do it you can see things like if you if you can look at something and say i like that that looks good then you have the aptitude to make something good you just need the skills i just do it i have been i have been on like internet forums and like internet spaces for creative people since i was a little kid and you know what a lot of people it's very cringy but they'll start out with their their own little original character do not steal where it's like oh this is this is like sonic the hedgehog but he's purple yeah now. and you know what that's fine that's that's more of a real human thing than downloading some shitty like board ape or no something. no a hundred percent and um yeah like we all start somewhere I'm sure the things that I've made throughout my life, most of them are fucking shit. Most of them are still shit, but once in a while, you make something that's like, Maybe God we're damn. making shit right yeah. now. Who yeah. knows? Well, maybe we'll look back <laughs> on this and be like, this fucking sucks. But, um, yeah, like, I, I don't know. You just keep doing shit, and once in a while, you'll make something good. I, I promise yeah. you, do not fall victim to buying board apes. <laughs> For real. You know, I'm I'm not even gonna go as far as to say like, oh, if you use like a, a a screenshot of an anime character or like a like a video game character or something you didn't make as your like a profile picture online, that's fine too. I don't think you're a bad person or whatever. There's a lot of people who who take those things and they kind of make their them their own, right? Yeah. Um, that one of this uh, a a big thing that I've never gone into, but I know it's really popular is like VR chat, right? VR chat is fucking huge, and everybody on there is like some people. Yeah, they they have the money to get their own like custom like furry fursona rig mm -hmm. or something, and like that's cool. But a lot of people on VR chat, it's like, oh, I'm a two foot tall, shitty looking knuckles the 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 hedgehog or or whatever. That's dope though. That's dope. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's that's funny as I, hell. Yeah, and, you know and I, I think that's the thing too is especially when you're when you're using something ironically or as a meme, it's like it's it's super. It's super funny. And even if you just like something, but it, like there's a difference between like having a Garfield PFP because like, you know, Garfield has been a meme for, for quite a while now. And I, I fucking love Garfield in that. In Look, that I'm, sense, I'm pretty but. sure. 
I'm pretty sure the creator of Garfield is still alive, but in my heart, Garfield is in the public yes, domain. Yes, absolutely. I feel like we all well, own I, I don't think Jim Davis has drawn a Car- a Garfield comic in like 20 years now. I think he just has Garfield. Right, he has, he, has, he has other yeah. people. Um, he has like apprentices that carry on the the Garfield. But yeah, yeah. Manga. But there's definitely a different. <laughs> there's a difference between that and having like a like a Spike Spiegel PFP because you're like, yo, he's just like me for real, bro. And it's like, no, he's not. You're he's okay, cool. Spike is yeah, cool, yeah. But bro. I'm saying Spike is cool. And you're- <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. There's a there's a big difference between Spike Spiegel and people who use his picture yeah, online. Absolutely. Absolutely. One of the one of the first one of the first uh animes that I ever got into was Trigun. And when I was a kid there were so many people that had like the main character of that as their profile picture because he's like he's the cool guy, he's got the spiky hair with the round little glasses that reflect light and the, the big the big red trench coat and it's like, oh I'm so badass and like one that's really funny because he's not badass in the show at yeah. all he's like a big goofball yeah, missing the point also as uh, <laughs> most media consumers do yeah yeah for sure but yeah like that that's the thing v- vr chat is is very funny because i look at it and like the the big comparison with vr chat is you look at that and then you look at something like second life where like the entire thing is built on people like selling selling like accessories and custom models to, to other people and everybody in second like life looks like a fucking freak yeah. dude it is weird yeah. as hell i haven't i haven't used i haven't used that i've seen some some vr chat i I have a very tangential um, knowledge of Second Life, but I do know th- that the people who uh, who who got into that are like fucking freaks. Yeah, I never I never got big into Second Life either, other than like laughing at it from the distance. But um, I play a lot of well, I don't really play a lot of it now, but I play some. I've played Final Fantasy fourteen for a long time, and I look at the mod scene in that game. And people will mod their characters to look like the freakiest, like, second life looking, like, big titty, like, goth mommy shit. And it's like, it's weird, dude. I don't know. I think, yeah, there's, there's, there's something, there's something out there. Yeah, there's, <laughs> I, I guess the whole, uh, the whole theme we keep coming back to is, like, some, some, some parts of Avatar life are cool. And some are like really fucking weird and just like maybe stay in the cool category and like the chill, like maybe a little, maybe a little funny, maybe a little ironic, like maybe don't take it to the, don't take it, like stay tethered, maybe, um, stay tethered in, in, in the universe that we lived in, that we live in just a little bit, just a little bit at least. Maybe, maybe this is our big life lesson for all the VTubers out there and all for, and for all the the regular people who just want to just want a cute little picture to present online and and that advice is uh be fucking real you know be be funny be interesting be yourself like even if you choose to take like an existing character or something like do something silly with it you know just just be a real person don't just be a generic a generic like randomly generated anime girl in in the crowd you know what i mean yeah so so <laughs> The funny thing about my uh, Discord PFP and the uh, and the the one that I use for for Twitch and other shit is um, I like actually the the outline of my head is like a vector trace of my actual head and I was gonna do like a like a very detailed 
um, you know, like all, all the features on there. And it just kept coming out like uncanny valley weird and shit. And I was just like not really feeling it. And I was like, I was like, fuck it. And I got rid of all the facial features and just put like an ooh-woo eyes and mouth on there. And people <laughs> fucking loved it. They were like, yo, this is so funny. They're like, this is so funny. I love it. Like, make this an emote, make this an emote. And it's just like, it's sometimes the lowest effort shit that you just like, fuck it. Like I'm doing this. Um, will just become like an iconic thing, which it, it, I'm sure there's there's just so much stuff like that out there that was just never meant to be anything, and they were just like, yeah, just, just just make this, and I uh, and just you know, the, like it might end up being a thing, and you know, I I dig it too. Yeah, for real. For one, I I think your your avatar rules. I think it's I think it's very cute. I think it's very funny. And you know, I was I was just about to wrap up the show, but since you've disclosed some lore, I feel like I should share a bit of lore of my own, which Ooh. is um uh, I I present myself on the internet as like a like a blue skinned like alien demon sort of girl, and uh, I, I'm being vague about it. But originally she was like some some character that I played in a, a long running tabletop game with uh, some some friends of mine, most of whom I, I don't really hang out with anymore. But that's neither here nor there. And at the time I was not very good at drawing, so I just I made a little a little picru version of her and I just used it as like my avatar online for like a little while but for some reason once I switched to it like random people like five or six people over like a like a few months in in some community I was in at the time kept giving me like compliments about it they were like hey that looks really cute so now it just it just kind of stuck with me and yeah I've 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 since drawn more detailed fancy versions myself because because I've improved at art but it's kind of funny because like I wasn't like especially attached to this character or something but like now in you the are. in the many yeah like in the many years I played this tabletop game with my friends this was not even like the character I played most I I played this this character maybe like for like five or six sessions or something it was kind of whatever but now you know that's just that's just how people see me so i was like okay i like this attention so i guess this is just how i present myself online yeah now. see so, that, I, I, yeah that's, that's how it is so so in that in that sense like your avatar can reflect like a an, an actual part of yourself in the sense of like yeah, it's not necessarily like some idealized version of myself. It's just like what ended up happening. Just like, you know, how people look in real life. So like, yeah, you can have just make a make a goddamn make a goddamn avatar, motherfuckers. Make a goddamn avatar. That's what we're saying. Make a goddamn avatar. Yeah, fucking fucking subscribe to Final Fantasy 14 or some other game with a character creator or get into Pit Crew or learn to fucking draw. I don't know. Or maybe just make Sonic purple or some shit. There Who you cares? go. Yeah, just do <laughs> do anything. I was like, maybe stay away from AI, but you know, if that's a, if that's a launch pad for you, it's, it's fine. Just like, d just draw that afterwards or use it as inspiration. Don't, don't just like... Yeah, well... We'll do we'll do a whole episode on AI and where I draw all my lines, uh, no pun intended, uh, ethically and, and morally and all that. But that's that's a topic for another day. I think I think this is a good place to to, to wrap it yeah, up for we, now. What do you think? We fucking killed it. Yeah, that was that was another another epic podcast in the bag. Uh, I think we're doing really well. I think this one's really going to put us on the map. Yeah, for, for sure, for sure. We got this. Um, 
you know, as long as you like and subscribe, smash that like button. Uh, tell your tell your mom, tell your dad, um, tell your slutty sister, and uh, especially. <laughs> I, th- I think I think all the slutty sisters already know about this show. Hey. <laughs> Hey, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll leave it there. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, see you later. Bye. Bye.